0: and welcome back to the podcast. It is your host, Carrie Gillespie, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Brianna Butler. Hi. Uh, thank you so much for being here.
1: I'm really excited because I have this new microphone. Brianna
0: got a new microphone, you guys. Big deal. It's
1: a Woo-hoo. big deal.
0: Yeah, she is really committing to it.
1: I can hear my own voice, though, when I'm talking. It's really weird. I
0: know, because normally I'm the one with the headphones, and you, like, can't
1: hear. You. I know. I just talk. I know. And I'm like, oh, I can hear me, oh my which God. is how all of you feel. I know. Okay.
0: I feel so powerful. <laughs>
1: Now you're committed though because you have the microphone. I do. I can't back out now. You're you can't stuck back with me. Out. I'm literally not letting her. <laughs> so, this we're doing something
0: different this week. I was out of town visiting my husband in Arizona, and so we couldn't pod on Saturday, like we, Saturday mornings like we normally do. Which we like that because I, I don't know. I've liked it. It's been fun, and yeah. like we have coffee and we drink. But it's Tuesday evening, so we're drinking wine. We are instead of coffee,
1: and it's perfect because last night there was no bachelor to watch, I know. so I had no wine. Yeah. I had no reason to. I'm like, I can't drink wine if there's I no hate, bachelor. Do you need a reason? Well, that's true. <laughs> To be better, Carrie. Brianna
0: doesn't need a reason. <laughs> so we're drinking this wonderful wine from Door County. If you've never been to Door County, Wisconsin, get there. Brianna spends so much time there.
1: It's my favorite place in the whole world. It's so beautiful. beautiful. Really
0: underrated and like, it looks like it's not, I mean, it looks like it's somewhere like really... Uh,
1: I could do a whole podcast on Door County, yeah. seriously. Like
0: it looks really exotic, doesn't it? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, they call it the Cape Cod of the Midwest. Seriously. And it feels that way, yeah, for sure.
0: It's really... I don't know. Exotic is the word that keeps coming to my mind. It's it's, doesn't look like
1: Wisconsin. It's a special place for Brett and I, to. It was our first um, time that we ever, like, went on a trip together. Aww. So, <laughs> and we keep going back just because we love it so much. But I remember it was our first night away. It was a big deal. Yeah. But my sisters were there, and Aww. we were in a tent. So nobody get any ideas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. You
0: got to have the sisters there. Keep it.
1: Cute PG. Aww.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The other thing is, too, that we're finally getting some, like, springish weather here in Wisconsin, and we've talked in other podcasts about how much crazy snow we've gotten, and it has led to, like... Snow. We got. I think in just the month of February alone, we got close to forty inches of snow, which yeah. is insane. Cause February is the shortest month of the year.
1: It was. I'm pretty sure record year. Oh my god. I think. And we we talked about when it, there was a blizzard. How yeah. crazy it was. And the problem is now all of that has to go somewhere. Melt. And it got really warm really quickly. Yeah. And so what happens when snow melts really quickly? It turns into flooding. Yeah. So. There were a lot of... uh, You probably saw it on the news when you were down in Arizona. Um, There were, like, whole towns that were completely flooded. We were one of the lucky ones, and I say that... um, I guess grudgingly, because our basement did see some water. It came in through a window, so it oh wasn't gosh. like our sump pump broke. It wasn't anything that we could have done differently. It yeah. was just so much snow melting, yeah. and we were in a lower area of the neighborhood, and it had to go somewhere, so it chose our window. So there was a lot of a lot of stuff that was wrecked downstairs. And um, one thing I was really bummed about is... So, I have a safe downstairs. I probably shouldn't advertise this, but um, it's obviously not going to be there anymore after this. But um, it's supposed to be like floodproof and yeah. fireproof Is and it everything. It was not floodproof. Oh. It was not. And um, I had, we didn't have anything crazy like in there, paper? but yeah. Well, and most importantly I think was so there was like a really special like keepsake that my mom like my mom did this really sweet thing when I was growing up and she used to write letters to us until we were 21 years old so so like every few weeks she would write us a letter and then when we turned 21 we went back and or she gave it to us like for our birthday and so then you could go back and read like what you were going through in your life I know it's really sweet right well it got so. It got soaked, and that was, like, the only thing I really cared about in that safe, so I was really, really bummed out, but I spent several hours going through it with a hairdryer, and I managed to save all of it, nice. so... Nice! Yeah. Oh, my God. So, it all worked out. Happy ending, but actually, I haven't even told my mom yet, because I was so afraid that it was, like, wrecked, but, um... Luckily Brett, who's very smart, and hopefully he's he's not here to listen yeah, this week, he's so I can say person. he's smart because so I doubt he'll go back and listen. But <laughs> um, he advised me to take pictures of all of the pages, which I did Sounds last good, summer. Yeah. So worst case scenario, I still had the yeah. letters. So
0: yeah, that's just sucky. And you're right; like it's so we get all this snow, and it's like inconvenient because we have to shovel it and all this other stuff. But then it's like the matter of Wisconsin in spring where it can warm up pretty quickly. And when we say warm up, we mean like today it was like 45.
1: (laughs) There were people on shorts though. Yeah, no. That's Wisconsin style right there. Yeah,
0: it was sunny and it it was like, it's a it was a beautiful day, a beautiful spring day. But, you know, that's that's definitely snow melting weather. So, I mean, and it just, we had so much of it and then it melted like, you know, and it's still, there's still some of it there, but it just melts so quickly and there's only so many places it can go. Yeah. The ground's so saturated.
1: Well, and I mean, there's a lot of people were saying, well, well, why didn't the street division do more and stuff? There's really nothing you can do. Yeah, it's kind of just one of those things that's like, well, we're gonna have to deal with this now. Yeah. And like I've said before, we're pretty hardy folk up here. So yeah,
0: we are. And they're they're really doing the best they can to the street division because yeah. they're battling with this you know what I mean? Like this is kind of a nightmare for them too. I
1: can't imagine. Like I mm-hmm. can't
0: I don't believe that they're just like sitting there like, huh? <laughs> Suckers, like (laughs) right. I know. (laughs) Like they're definitely battling
1: some things too. And they're gonna be so over budget. Oh, I can't imagine. I'm so glad I don't have to do that. We we cover city government through the TV station, as you know, and watching some of those meetings, it's like, oh my gosh. I'm glad I'm not the one who has to figure this out. I
0: know. I know. It's not our jobs. We just cover it, which is great. All kinds of stuff. So it is supposed to be warm here in the 40s and stuff. So we'll have to see. But you know, last April, after spring training last year, I came home to Wisconsin to visit my family, That's right. and we got that huge snowstorm. That was ridiculous. Like two feet of snow in April
1: in like one day. In yeah, or and 24 it was, hours or 30. And that was hours blizzard something. too.
0: Like it was windy. It was like,
1: I yeah. mean, it was madness. It was just mean. Mother Nature is just mean at that point. I mean, you're to the point where you're like, oh, it's warm, and Brett and I had gone to Door County the week before and we're like, it's beautiful out. We love this. It's spring, and then, bam, it's like in your face. Which is why in Wisconsin, like, you can never be,
0: like, the last couple days have been beautiful, and you want to, like, tell yourself like, oh, like, the end is near. Like, you want to put, like, your big north face coat away like you want to wash it and put it away but like you know that like in the back of your mind like it's like i shouldn't do that yet like i need to wait till june i'm just kidding
1: (laughs) jinx it yeah i don't have to wait
0: till June. (laughs) But you know what i mean like you know that like more stuff can still come so yeah you're kind of just biding your time
1: so i know i there is a meme or whatever meme gif What i always get all these like anyway that goes around facebook every year and it's like Um, I love summer in Wisconsin. Last year it was on a Wednesday. Yeah. And people are always like, oh, that's so funny, but it's so true. Yeah. But it's
0: definitely true, but we'll see. It'll warm up eventually and we will be singing the praises of Wisconsin. Yes. I'm sure yes so something we really 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 want to talk about is our bachelor recap Woo-hoo. yeah we're a little late on it because we had some scheduling problems like I said I was out of town but let's talk she about never it all. See her
1: husband mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but there's a lot to talk about because and we I say this in other all the ap- other episodes but we read the spoilers so we knew what
1: yeah was gonna I was still so surprised though I mean not at- not surprised by what happened but how it happened how it happened
0: how we got there yeah which Brianna and I have talked about like why we like reading the spoilers is because like we like knowing we like knowing what happens, but then we can focus on how it... Maybe it's the journalist in us, because we're always, like, storytelling. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we're like, we want to focus on like, how it got there.
1: Yeah. You and know? what prompted the decision making. Exactly. And, yeah, the little nuances. Exactly. Yeah, it's not about what happened, it's about how it happened.
0: Exactly. So that really, we got to focus on that a lot with this. And it, I felt the same way. Like, I knew he was going to end up with her, but I didn't know how it was going to, like, line up.
1: Well, I, one thing that we've talked about, too, is that. Editing and I was like, how are they gonna make her not look like a total B when yeah. this all ends because of the way that she dumped him?
0: Yeah, yeah. So. And what do you think? Do you think she looked like a total B? Let's hear your your views on the whole
1: thing. Um. Okay. Well, here is the pessimist in me. I give it six months. Oh, don't, don't, <laughs> Well, and honestly, like I wanted so, I want so badly. I mean, I I want love to win out. Okay. Yeah. Like I'm a closet romantic and. Um I I want them to work. I think they're cute. I I mean I'm, as we all know, I'm not a huge fan of Colton. I have liked Cassie on the show. Do I see their chemistry physically? Yes, but beyond that, like especially in the last few weeks, I feel like they I, I don't know, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Their relationship has gotten really weird, especially since they've gone public and it's all like kind of childish yeah. or something they don't seem like two people that are ready to get married so yeah as much as I want them to work and I want them to you know live happily ever after oh my gosh oh my
0: gosh guys Brianna's cat just did the like biggest <laughs> leap I've ever seen
1: oh, he, he can. that was impressive that was a small one for him stop actually. it yeah oh my gosh we've got another one meowing wow
0: that was impressive
1: oh my gosh anyways I
0: wish you guys could have seen that Warrior. Warrior like.
1: Oh, okay. And my other cat, she hates it when I talk too much. So she'll so like she's start. Really upset. She'll start biting me. Oh. So I might need to go like lock her up. She's like, Brianna. Shut what is up. your problem? Shut Actually, up. I might need to go lock her up. So you <laughs> tell the the listeners your thoughts. Okay. And then we'll chat.
0: Okay, so I agree with what Brianna is saying on a lot of comments. Like I think that they are I I mean, I don't hate Cassie. I don't like, I can kind of see where she's coming from in one sense. Like, I think that, I think when you get asked to go on this show, it it's like one of those things where it's like well why not you know what i mean like some of these people were like or well, if she wasn't ready to get married like why did she go on the show because i think when you get invited on this show it's like well why not this sounds like fun the chances of me actually falling for this guy and him falling back not very high yeah, <laughs> but it's I'm like i back Brianna's back sorry but it's like i'm you might as well like take the chance and go on the ride and just see how it goes so i think that's why she went on the show so i don't blame her for going on the show and like being 23. no not at all yeah i've mm-hmm. heard some people being like she shouldn't have gone on the show and i'm like no like she can go on the show if she wants whatever but I I do think maybe she um you know a lot of people were quote-unquote warning Colton that some people weren't ready and she kept fighting that accusation
1: yeah but it
0: it really did turn out to be true so I just and maybe it, it just took her dad coming there or maybe it just took the seriousness of it all but I mean they ended up being right so I think she should have maybe been a little more forthcoming about her feelings maybe
1: yeah well and do you think she wasn't, or do you think Colton just didn't want to hear it?
0: Yeah, I think that's possibly it, too. He probably... I mean, he was so into her.
1: So, and, and he... Okay, I saw something on Instagram or something where it was basically like, okay, all these women came here, they were all ready to marry him, and he falls for the one woman who's not not ready. And, uh, I don't know.
0: I, I see what you're saying, and... I mean, so when she dumped him, he, like, basically gave her every reason not to. He was, like, you know, we don't have to rush. He, like, he did every... I mean, he literally was, like, I want to end the show and be with you. And mm-hmm. she was, like, no, thank you. You know what right. I mean? Right. So he did, like, everything in his power to, like, try to convince her. and yeah. It still, like, didn't work. So... I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I So in terms of them last... In terms of how it ended, that's fine. I don't think she came off looking, like, too much of a bee. No. I think she just came off as looking, like, a She's young girl. She's just young. Yeah, who just, like, yeah. wasn't sure. And in all honesty, I'd rather her come off, like, a little... Like, with a little trepidation than some girl who's like, I love you, let's get yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she... I, I, I do like that she, like, doesn't have her head in the clouds, I feel like. Yeah. She's very realistic about the fact that, like... So, it's real.
1: I wish Brett were here to chime in because... I know. <laughs> I know we had talked about that. Uh, during one of the, like, finales, because there were two of them, basically. Yeah. He said, he's like, you know, as much as I like Cassie, I have a hard time right now because I really can see where people are coming from when they say she was only on here to be the Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. Because just the way that... I mean, she got to the, the top three and then it was kind of like, okay, well, she kind of like relaxed a little bit. Yeah. Like, you could tell like that there was that one scene where it was like a close up of her face where she's like Looked looking right into, into the, the camera. camera and it was like a save me face. And that was horrifying. It was I'm kinda like, eerie. It's almost like, okay. Uh, that was where I think he started to question her yeah. motives, and she was like, "Max is not going crazy." I love it. We I don't know why we record here because it's like a zoo. Now he's batting his brother's tail. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. You guys, we made a, a video. Of this. <laughs> cats are so funny. It's because it's night. They go crazy at night. That's true. And it's almost treat time, so then they're like, ah. treat time. Okay. Uh, anyway, so. I hope they make it I really do and they are super cute on like Instagram and they're beautiful stuff, they're a beautiful yeah they have really cute babies I
0: know right and you can tell that they have good chemistry um, I don't I, I never want to wish that um, people don't make it because I think that I'm like you I, I want love to win I mean yeah. I really do so I'm never going to be like oh I, ho- I hope they don't make it like I don't I don't hope they don't make it but I do think that as we talked about Colton seems to really like the attention
1: yeah and
0: I think that in this next stage that they go into, you know, they've done press now that they're, you know, they've done their people cover. They've done Good Morning America. And, like, now they're just going to be regular people.
1: Now it's going to be the real test.
0: Exactly. It's going to be, you know, when he's not the bachelor and he doesn't have this attention coming out all fronts. Yeah. You know, I, I just hope that they can, like, work to the next level through that. Because the lust, like, you know what I mean? Like, the luster of their relationship is probably going to fade a little bit. That doesn't yeah. mean real love can't form, but all the shiny, like, happy, like, everyone excited for you thing. Like
1: that goes away eventually, yeah. I and again, like they're so young, they are young, and I sound so old saying that, but I just, just the way they've even behaved since they went public, yeah. it's like, oh, uh, it's cute, but yeah, is it going to last? Yeah. I don't know, but time will tell. It's funny, once The Bachelor's over, it's like, okay. Move on. Yeah. Like honestly, I haven't really thought about the two of them all that much ever no. since the finale. Do you do that, where you're just kind of like, okay, well, next chapter. And yeah. That's Bachelorette. Oh my gosh. Oh my you guys, we're it's being a jungle <laughs> here. Oh my gosh. You're being oh, down. that was yeah. so funny. Oh my
0: gosh. <laughs> oh, sorry. But I, I do think that that's like the that's like the premise of the show, though. Like this is your it's your thing to find love, and then after it's done, like you go and grow that love, and so yeah. like. Yeah, like, I'm sorry if I don't really care, like, a ton about, like, JoJo and Jordan's relationship anymore, or, like, Rachel and Brian, like, I hope that those people live happily ever after, but, like, I don't, I'm not that invested in them anymore. Right,
1: and I think sometimes where, like, the couples don't make it is if they're chasing that, like, approval still, and and instead of focusing on each other, like, I think one couple that I've seen, well, haven't seen much of, but I, the glimpses they give us into their lives are um, Kevin and... Oh, what's her name from Bachelor in Paradise? Astrid. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, I think I think they're super cute. Yeah. And they they don't post a lot. They're not doing like sponsorships for everything, yeah. but every once in a while they'll throw a picture out there and they look so in love and I'm like oh so that's what I hope for for yeah. any couple that comes out of it.
0: And I don't I don't have a famous relationship. I have a regular relationship, but I have to imagine having met on TV. Um, it's almost like you'd wanna. If I feel like for me at least, I'd wanna have like some ground rules, maybe or something. Just like, yeah, I, I, ground rules might be too strict of a word, but just some like guardrails where it's like, um, you know, we met on. To Caitlin Bristow always used to talk about this that she felt like almost responsible to an extreme level for her relationship with Sean Booth because so many people like watched them Uh, them. you know what I mean yeah she's and I think that's just because she's a sweet girl it's a lot of pressure I know yeah but she's like I felt a lot of pressure because so many people like I was like living up to these and people would tell her all the time like you and Sean are so perfect and they really were perfect I mean they were a great couple but and she's like so many people like came along on this journey that I almost feel responsible for that and I think it's easy to get sucked into that until you, like I said, like maybe pick out these ground rules that are like, no matter what the public says or what this or that, like we are going to focus on us and it's not going to be about the cute Instagram pictures we post with each other. It's going to be about like genuinely making each other feel, you know, just good.
1: Yeah. Loved. That's how it should be. Yeah. Yeah. So... I hope they can make it. I saw on Instagram that they um, her dad was Cassie's sorry, I'm back to Cassie now. Yeah. Was in a picture with the two of them, so it seems like he's on board now, so hopefully they can make it work. See. And he's obviously we've talked about this, he's a good mentor, so hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Fingers crossed.
0: Yeah. So we will see. What do you think about Hannah B. as the bachelorette?
1: You know, I love how every time that they announce a new bachelor or bachelorette, there's all this outcry. and Was there outcry for her? Not as bad. And that's what's interesting. Like, Colin there was, like, people Tons. were just vehemently against it. And with her, for the most part, it's been pretty positive, I feel like. And the number one thing that people seem to like, which is also what I like about her, is she isn't like polished. Yeah. She's not perfect. Um, she's very like kind of quirky. Awkward. Yeah, she is awkward. Yeah, but I like that. Me too. I
0: really do. I really mm-hmm. do like her. And she came off at the beginning of this season, Colton's season, seeming really crazy with Kaylin things. Yeah. But the role's so flipped because by the end of it, Kaylin seemed like kind of conniving and kind of calculated. And yeah. And B seemed really kind of goofy, but genuine. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think she really, like, flipped the script on it. I mean, I really do. I like people. Genuine is like my jam. Like, genuine, authentic people are, like, what I'm drawn to, so I do like that. She's so, like, awkward at times, and I, like, like I kind of love it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. My, My one, like... I'm hoping that she can, like, push through that to be strong enough to be the lead. Yeah. Because the lead does need to, like, kind of be the narrator. To take the lead. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) And so I don't, um, I'm hoping she can grow, like, a little bit from her awkwardness. And I think she already has from the beginning of Colton's season, from that awful toast.
1: Oh, my god. To the end, you know. Yeah. Well, and she... I mean, I think that'll come with experience, too, and Mm -hmm. she does have, like, a pageantry background, so hopefully some of that training will kick in, Yeah. obviously that's why Chris Harrison's there, and you can tell, like, he really cares about her, too. It seems like he just is very, like, fatherly guy towards her, and um, so I think with him there, I think, um, I, I noticed it when they brought out the first five guys, like, the first one, she was so like thrown off but then she really got into a groove and yeah. I think it'll come so yeah I think so too
0: and I loved how she called him Papa Chris I, I lost my shit I was like that's <laughs> hilarious because isn't that all how we think of him like Papa Chris yeah I don't know I just loved it and I te- I remember texting you and being like how oh, about that like
1: yeah he's like it was it was funny because um, he's dating somebody from what, E? or no. Oh,
0: okay. He's dating Lauren Zima, who's a
1: reporter for E.C. Okay, see, I'm so old. I don't even know who that is. Oh, well, she's, she's
0: just a reporter for Entertainment Tonight. Okay. She's not like a celeb. She covers. So
1: those. the first time I saw him, like in a picture with her, I was like, well, he can't date anyone. He's got work to do. He's got to help all these other people. But <laughs> He's I'm, got work to do. I love It's good it. for him, I guess. So.
0: I know. We all love Chris. I really do love him. I think he's just good at what he does, honestly. I know some people make fun of him because he doesn't like, quote unquote, like, do. Anything and i'm just like police
1: he's clearly always around yeah i mean look at the colton fence jump thing he and, was right there and
0: he stepped up you know what i mean like when they needed someone to like and i know some people are like oh they should they don't even need a host like in that colton situation like that what would they have done to like expo- right. you know what i mean like there needs to be someone where like if the lead like shits their pants like colton <laughs> did, like chris can step in and be like yeah hey like let's
1: talk this through P.S. Yes. How about when
0: Chris Harrison was like, what if she's just not? That
1: oh, angry? my gosh. I was going to bring that up before oh Tinker started being crazy. That was like my favorite. That was the whole so season. funny.
0: <laughs> he literally like they were sitting down. This was after we're going to set the stage a little bit. This was after he jumped the fence and um, he like had to like come to Jesus with Colton. And he was like, what are we going to do? And Colton was like telling him he's going to like risk everything and tell the other girls. And Chris Harrison's just like, what if at the end of this she's. Just not that into you, and I like lost my shit. Yeah. Did you see that? I
1: sent you that movie poster, right? Yeah, I was, mean, because yeah. wasn't
0: that what all of America was thinking? Like, yeah. dude, maybe she just doesn't really like you. That well, much. that's still kind of what I wonder if she really just doesn't like you that much.
1: Well, you know, you yeah, wonder. I don't know. but the
0: fact that he like said that, like, you need someone who's gonna say stuff like that,
1: yeah. Exactly, he's he's kind of like the confidant for not only the Bachelor, Bachelorette, but for the audience. Yeah, like he's the one that we trust him. Yeah, he's on Twitter. He's following Instagram. He's. He's, he knows what's going on yeah. all the time and and they all trust him he's got one of those like personalities where you you would tell him your deepest darkest secret oh, yeah. and I want trust to be him my best it. friend right yeah <laughs> Chris Harrison will you accept my rose yes
0: will you accept my friendship rose Chris Harrison please I'm going <laughs> to sit around and drink wine with you
1: yeah <laughs> you
0: know, I do love him and I can't picture the show without him honestly
1: no if he ever left, that would be that'd be sad it would be sad I don't know if it could ever be the same it would be like when Simon Cowell left American Idol I know you're right never the same that's so true. And nobody cares about the X Factor, so.
0: Or, um, well, the voice. I do like the voice. Uh, the yeah,
1: voice. The sometimes. The X Factor is... Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We just
0: don't want The Bachelor without Chris Harrison, so. Yeah. Chris Harrison's going to be 80, and he's going to be doing The Bachelor 653.
1: And he won't look a day over 60. He will
0: still look the same, still have really white teeth and a nice tan.
1: And all yeah, that. he always has a perfect tan. I know. And he has, like, that nose that looks like it was maybe broken. Yeah. I like to think he had, like, a rugged...
0: Oh my gosh, look at Brianna's (laughs) obviously fantasized about him.
1: No. You just took this up a lot. I'm not. No, it's the wine. She's getting red. I'm not. It's <laughs> okay. Brett's not home, so she's fantasizing about I know, Chris Harrison. I know, lonely and drinking yeah, wine and thinking about Chris Harrison. Oh my gosh, that's so <laughs> funny. Oh, Okay, something else we want
0: to talk about in the host chat. This has been all the rage. It's been a big deal in the last week or so is the college admission scandal. Oh, yeah. So crazy, mind-blowing, just Aunt insane. Becky, why? Aunt Becky. Everyone's like, Aunt Becky, why would you do that? Like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like... <laughs> And you mentioned, too, Brianna, your first thing was, like, like actors or people aren't their characters. Yeah. Which is tough because, like, I see, like, um, William Daniels, who's the guy who played George Feeney on Yeah, Women's World. And, like, he will always be Mr. Feeney. Yeah. So sometimes I do struggle with that. But you're right. Like, it's not Aunt Becky, you guys. Like...
1: It's, Do you think that like okay so obviously on Full House it's a very wholesome family show yeah that the college admission scandal would not be tolerated as it's not in the real world yeah um, but to I mean as the actress and I can't remember her name right now
0: Lori Lori,
1: Lori-, Lori- Lachlan. 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 Lachlan I never noticed her last yeah, name. Yeah, it's it's hard to spell. Yeah, I don't yeah know. Somebody a, let us know. Laura. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, like she. So, like, my, you know, question, I guess, is like, what is her responsibility to? the audience. Like is is as an actress, is she responsible like for emulating her wholesome character in real life? No, I or don't think so. Not? Yeah, I don't I mean I don't think so either. But that's response- kind of like why sorry, go ahead. No, I, I kinda cut you off, but my response would be no,
0: like she's an actress so she's paid to play a part. So I just think of like um you know, I just think of people who have played really deep and dark roles. You know, yeah, so like, you
1: wouldn't want them to be. No,
0: so but I just I think of Zach Afron and he's about to play um, Ted Bundy in the, oh, yeah. n- the new movie that's coming out next year. That's right. So that's obviously going to be a really sick and, and twisted role. But at the end of the day, he's not responsible for like what I mean. He's portraying someone, so he's not responsible for uh, what that maybe brings out in someone else or whatever. And that's not really. Zach Efron, like Zach Efron, is playing someone. Else. Right, it's his job. Exactly. So, I don't think that she has necessarily responsibility. I think she just—it's one of those things where it's like it's ethically wrong. Like, yeah, but I, I don't know that she has a responsibility to the viewers.
1: Yeah, and I don't think so either. But I think that's what makes it so interesting—the outcry against her. I feel like has been more than, visceral than anybody else yeah. involved. The
0: other woman, um, Felicity Huffman, is an amazing actress as well she was in desperate housewife she's married to william h macy huge star like super talented actor like so i mean but you've heard more about lori than you had have than you've heard about felicity yeah so i don't i don't know
1: why either way it's a horrible thing it is horrible and it oh it makes me so mad because you think like here are people that obviously i've been given everything yeah, yeah. and they, want more. they still want more Yeah, and i think what made me the most mad is there are people out there that work their asses off to get into college and maybe their kids you know took the spot of somebody yeah. more deserving and the whole system's corrupt yeah Ugh, this makes me mad
0: the pessimists and brands i know It's the wine again. No, I mean, I totally agree with you, though. It it just, it rubs you the wrong way. And, you know, Hollywood and L.A. in general is, like, one big, like... I don't know like there's just so much nepotism there you know what I mean where it's like you, you know you're just this person's there because they know someone who knows someone who knows someone and it's like it's not necessarily there's some super talented musicians and actors who haven't gotten their shot yet because they just don't have that nepotism yeah and then you have these other people who are maybe more average and and they have tons of fame and tons of money just because of who they are And, you know, Lori's daughter, Olivia Jade, has this um, big kind of lifestyle brand. She has, like, a big YouTube channel. Yeah. She's really big into makeup. So, like, she has her own... Brand, but it's because she's Lori Loughlin's daughter that she like has that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm not I'm not discounting anything she did. It's like the Kylie Jenner. Yeah, I was just thinking that. I'm not discounting what Kylie did, but like she has it because she was Robert Kardashian's daughter. Yeah. Kim Kardashian's daughter. You know what I mean? Or Kim Kardashian's sister. I'm sorry. So I don't know. It's just like it's such a bad look for Hollywood. I mean,
1: I think like, do you think that? Okay, obviously in their heart of hearts they knew it was wrong uh-huh. but do you think part of it was like that's just how it's done there because you do like it, it is a whole other world out there I've I've only been out there a couple of times I obviously don't live out there but yeah. just like even um, I've been reading this book I th- actually think you've read it, The Clear Skin Diet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, the, the two girls in that are their YouTube stars, too, yeah. and, they, and they talk about just briefly in there how basically everyone they went to school with was connected to somebody in the movie industry, so it wasn't weird to have kids, like, after school it was all dance classes and... Auditions. Auditions, and yeah, they were in this commercial or on this YouTube channel, and I'm just thinking, like, here, and maybe this makes me sound small town, but just here that's not normal yeah
0: it's not it's not the norm yeah
1: yeah so maybe it's just that was a natural progression for yeah
0: it's a natural like time and place it's just different doesn't make it
1: okay yeah at
0: all i do think that unfortunately the world we live in um like money talks and status talks and i do yeah. know it's about who you know it, i mean it is but like and who knows you you know what i mean like so essentially And this is why people like Tiger Woods could be, you know, sex addicts, and you know what I mean, for so long. He had a sex addiction for so long, but because he was Tiger Woods, he was surrounded by what I call, like, yes people. So because he's Tiger Woods, everyone's going to say yes to him. And it took, like, that mental breakdown for us to realize that he was kind of a sick human being. Yeah. And that he had problems, of, you know, but in Hollywood, when you get to this stage, I mean... You're just surrounded by people who are just in awe that you're even in the same room as them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's, it's really easy to like hold yourself in a different way. Like put yourself almost on a pedestal because everyone else does. Yeah. So, I mean, you just really, I mean, and I'm not, obviously we're not famous or anything on that level, but like, I would just think you need people around you that are going to call you out on your shit. Yeah. And who are just going to be like, look, everyone else thinks you're really cool, but like, I don't fucking care, like, put your dishes away. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. or do your laundry. I don't know. Sometimes I, I joke with my husband, you know, about people wanting his <laughs> autograph and stuff like that. Yeah. And, you know, because of what he does. And I'm like... And sometimes it's like, I you know he has to be a normal person to me because the second he is Casey Gillespie the baseball player that's when like we're not on the same level
1: yeah and that's so important in a marriage especially so
0: but in a friendship too yeah
1: any relationship
0: and no matter how you know big his career gets or my career gets like I I need someone and he needs someone who's going to be like look like these are our morals and we have you know we we've talked about this in our marriage I'm sure you and Brett have too but we have certain morals that we like live our our life by and they're good they're they're based on like our faith our christian faith and and then just like the things that 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 we believe in and no matter you know we've talked about it through and through like if his career really takes off or my career really takes off like these are the things that are we're never going to change on these
1: yeah that's great yeah no i think that's so important that's so great that you do that yeah i i don't think everyone has that and obviously these people don't and that's sad yeah but
0: we shall see what happens i don't know yeah i mean they're Big legal trouble.
1: What? What's the punishment for that? So,
0: I know she was in custody, but she was released on, like, million-dollar bond Uh, or whatever. Yeah. So, she's released. And I don't know the status currently, like, at this exact moment, but they're facing charges. I mean, like, I think they have enough to try them, both her and Felicity Huffman. But I'm not really exactly sure. I just know that they're in a lot of hot water.
1: I can't imagine, like... Do they think they're gonna get away with it? I mean, I I don't know. I, I don't like know. while they're doing it though, like, okay, like one of my worst fears is getting arrested for a crime I didn't commit. Yes. So I can't imagine. That's not one of my worst fears, but I can totally see how. Because your you're so tight I know. And so I can't imagine like actually being a criminal. And like, how do they sleep at night? Like how, oh, how? Like oh, I don't know. I don't. I don't even have words. I'm just. I don't know. I know. I, I agree with you. I'll just yes. I was just over here nodding as you're talking. Yeah, I always forget people can't see that. No,
0: I mean I totally agree with what you're saying. It's hard to to fathom something like that because it's so out of our realm to like yeah break the rules. That I mean much. we
1: worked our- butts off in school. I know. Like, it's kind of insulting. No, I don't it, know.
0: No, it is. And I think they're getting a lot of backlash for it and rightfully so. There needs to be some kind of punishment.
1: Do you think the kids weren't on it?
0: I don't know. I was thinking that. I was like, I wonder if the kids, like, knew their parents were doing it. I mean, so the whole setup, too, was apparently they had some gentleman who they paid and he like, flubbed their, like, ACT scores or whatever.
1: Yeah. And
0: <clears throat> so they did have help doing it, but like, so
1: oh they must have known though because like they staged photos and stuff that's too. true yeah
0: you're right but um, I mean also too so like I mean I didn't do horrible on my ACTs or whatever but like if someone would have told me I got a 35 on my ACT I would have been like I think you have a long <laughs> freaking paper yeah like, same here you know <laughs> what I mean so like and these guys obviously the schools that they were doing were like top tier like Stanford Yale, yeah. yeah see like these were like really good schools <laughs> where those scores are important so I mean like I didn't if I was a kid I'm just thinking about it if her kids didn't know about it but like say Olivia Jade she got her ACTs back and they're like oh you got a 33 like I mean you should pretty much know like if that's possible or
1: not like for me
0: like that probably wouldn't have been possible
1: (laughs) I yeah I would have passed out yeah yeah so I mean
0: they had to have known I mean I I just can't imagine they didn't know
1: yeah but you trust your parents so then you think ah, i don't know there's so many interesting like psychological things going on here it'll be interesting to see it play out i feel like it's still like super early so yeah. it'll be it'll be interesting
0: i've heard other i mean we're obviously not parents besides fur parents but <laughs> like i can say as a fur parent and rosie
1: heard, could totally get into harvard
0: uh totally she's so smart totally <laughs> that you're <ear> flying team <laughs> yeah. yeah i think so <laughs> but i've heard other parents say that like you just get to this point where like you want to do everything you can for your kids Mm -hmm. and but like where's the line
1: yeah that's true you know yeah
0: and I I don't have human kids so I can't speak to that but I I agree I think you want to do everything you can for your kids but like you have to have some kind of like well some kind of line
1: moral line yeah moral line yeah
0: ethical line and I just don't They obviously didn't have one
1: well I just can't ever imagine my parents trying to get me into a college that, that you didn't earn. way yeah, yeah. it's a, like the opposite of what my parents taught me yeah it's weird
0: oh, crazy let's move on so one of the things that I also want to talk about in the host chat is something really sad but really amazing that happened in our local area a couple of weeks ago um So, well, first of all, Brianna is really involved with the pet shelter here in Marshfield, Marshfield Area Pet Shelter. And we know the MAPS president, uh, Karen, really well. We do a lot of shows with her at the TV station. I try and help out when I can, but because I travel so much, I can't be as involved with Brianna. But it's just, we're animal lovers, obviously. So it's near and dear to her heart. So a couple of weeks ago, um, the police department got a call about um, some squeaky noises that someone was hearing. Thought it was some kittens and they went out there and they found out that it was a plastic bag tied and knotted full of puppies thrown in the garbage.
1: Correct. Yeah. Correct.
0: And so ordinance, um, once they figured out, you know, what it was, they call MAPS the pet shelter and the puppies go under the care of MAPS or whatever.
1: Yep. They're in a foster home. They're now. in a
0: foster home now. So this happened a couple weeks ago and we kind of kept it under wraps for oh, how, how long? Two weeks.
1: Yeah. Cause I, I've known about it since it happened, but because there's obviously there are legal implications yeah. involved in it. We haven't been able to talk about it, but um, now it's out there. Maybe Real you've like seen week. it. It's, it's hit international news it was in the daily mail it was in on oxygen it was on um all the fox networks yeah Yeah, people magazine had it online at least i doubt it's in the print version but but still like our our um little marshfield has hit international audiences again for something horrible which always bugs me because there's so much good that happens here but it's always like the weirdos that but i mean it has a good this
0: this guy um they found out who did it, and uh, he admitted to it, and he was taken into custody. And like Brianna said, there is an ongoing investigation. He's going to be charged with something.
1: With something, but here's what's sad. He basically, so there were, um, like, there were eight puppies in the dumpster. It's a long story, but we ended up with nine. And um, cause the so he had the mom, and he's basically, like letting the pet shelter have the mom temporarily yeah. to take care of the puppies that was kind of an arrangement that he worked out with them but because all the puppies lived which is great yeah. um they're it's not a felony it's like a misdemeanor. it's a misdemeanor class a misdemeanor yeah so basically like in the legal it's a legal equivalent of a slap on the wrist to find maybe some jail time yeah. i don't i don't know but that's what's really disgusting to me is he's basically yeah. gonna get away with it
0: it's so true and it's like it's that's because none of them died which you don't want to see any of them die but at the same point in time it's like that would have given him a harsher punishment
1: right it would have and obviously i i have to be careful what i say right now too because some of it's not like but the, the fact that I think and we've talked about this too like I feel like animals don't get any justice yeah. <laughs> and here's a situation where like so th- these were hours old puppies they literally hours s- hours they still had their umbilical cords oh attached gosh. like they were in uh like a glad hefty whatever yeah. like tide tide bay Shut up. with and just thrown into a dumpster to die. It was February in Wisconsin. It cold. was freezing cold and thank the lord that there was this salesman or whatever that was walking by, heard the noises and actually did something about it. Yeah. So I think the number one lesson here is if something seems off to you ask questions do something about it because this guy could have been like oh whatever not my problem but clearly he was like something's off here and called it in thankfully but um I just don't understand how somebody can do something like that that to to innocent animals and then and you know historically like you look at like creepy serial killers and stuff like they start with they start with animals so obviously this guy is a little bit messed up in the head and uh, he's he's gonna get i mean he's not gonna get any punishment
0: i will say i have noticed um because they released like his mugshot and his name and everything um there have been so many like uh really like kind of gruesome comments towards him and i have heard that um his facebook page has been flooded with people like
1: Oh, really? Like, messaging him and stuff? When
0: you type in his name, his Facebook page, like, comes up. He's not unlisted. He needs to, like, unlist his Facebook page. And people have been, like, sending him stuff, like, you sick...
1: Uh, you know, yeah. You know, like what? I mean, well, I know he's getting a lot of threats on like the comments. Yeah, and stuff, he's but. getting a lot
0: of people on the, the comments just that are like threatening him. Some people are like, someone even like posted his address so someone could go like do something. The,
1: for him. the police department had this today because it was in the in the police report. Yeah, so I believe it.
0: Yeah, so I will say like people are like, I mean, he's getting a lot of shit, rightfully yeah. so. Yeah. But I do think he needs to be punished by the law because it's just it's. I, I just, just can't comprehend it.
1: I just wonder like so like if I were him. I mean clearly okay so like here here's the situation basically is he he shows dogs right supposedly it supposedly shows dogs and allegedly okay. shows dogs and his dog got knocked out by another, oh, yeah, dog. another dog so instead of being a purebred dog it's now a these puppies are mutts. Yeah, mutts.
0: But they're still beautiful.
1: They look like rats. oh my god, they're adorable. And who cares? Yeah, they're still like living, feeling things. Yeah. Like you don't throw them in a dumpster. But anyway, so I don't know if it's a situation where he was like, oh, they're they're mutts. I don't want to deal with them. And but but still, like who thinks? What's your your if your next thought is, oh, I'm just going to throw them away, yeah. like, what?
0: I see, like, a squirrel that, like, is limping, and I want to, like, save it. So I can't imagine,
1: like, a freaking... <laughs> oh, my gosh. One time, Brent and I were on a walk with Rosie, and um, a squirrel got hit by a car and died in front of us. No! And I cried for, like, three miles. Yeah. Like, that's what I mean, though. That's me, too. So maybe that's a little extreme one way. No. But I also feel like... I would rather be that way than other way. throwing puppies in a dumpster. That's just so, insane. That's it's, sick.
0: It blows my mind. So. so,
1: so here's what I want to encourage people. Yes, let's. And it. and I'm working. <laughs> Charlie's joining us now again. There you go. Finally, our co-host is here. <laughs> um, so, if you're as outraged as we are, like I can't even speak coherently about this subject anymore, just because I get so mad about it. Yeah. Um, I've I've met the puppies. They're the cutest things ever. And just to think of them like dying a slow, painful death in a dumpster in like blocks from my house it just makes me sick but anyway um write to your represent representative or your senator tell them that you're not happy with this yeah. like find this new story google puppy dumpster and you'll find it and send them the story and say hey this isn't good enough we need stricter regulations yeah. and i think this is like this is the time to have that conversation i think so too
0: i can so. agree with you more and you're right like a lot of people are commenting on the post telling the police like that's all you know you need to do more or whatever and the cops really can't, their hands
1: are tied they can I I I know the police chief said to you yeah, you know here in town so and well. he's a good guy and he I mean he even said he he's got a dog he's an animal lover but legally there's nothing yeah. that anybody can do and, and so it really comes down to the representatives, the senators, your representation, yeah. you, and they won't they won't do anything unless you tell them to. Yeah, that's their job. So, yeah, they work for you and I think that's what people forget. So, if you're if you're mad about it, sure you can go on Facebook and leave nasty comments and death threats and whatever, but if you really want to accomplish something, then you need to go on and always oh, falling asleep. Oh my gosh, her kitty's <laughs> Okay. Are so cute. We get distracted by cats. I die.
0: I just die. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, you're so right. And like she said, go online and find the story it's
1: there and and donate to the shelter yeah, again i'll put a plug it. out there because really i mean marshfield doesn't actually have a physical shelter yet like a permanent shelter mm-hmm. so they're building one, they're building one this Yay. year they're breaking ground thank goodness but i mean just think like if if they didn't exist what would have happened i know like i i don't know well they
0: would have gone to wood county which they, it just would have been it, i mean it's so nice to have them here in Marshfield. yeah but, yeah, they are accepting donations, and, you know, with nine puppies, there's a lot to go through, um, whether yeah. it's vet bills and stuff like that. So they are accepting donations, and they are definitely needed at this time. So, And you guys, I know, are gearing up for kitten season come spring, so I know yeah. you guys will be full.
1: I'm pretty sure it's... Starting because yeah. I, I heard just from one of the volunteers that there are a lot of cats out there already. Yeah. So, yeah, and you just saved a kitty. I did just save a kitty. You yeah.
0: guys, Cedric, we're going to talk about him a little bit later, but I do right. want to talk That's to you right. guys about Cedric. But first, this is kind of another animal related thing. Um, so, and, and this is something that kind of I mean, anything animal related is near and dear to both of our hearts, but for me, especially because I spent a lot of time in Southeast Asia where these beautiful animals are actually from. And um, it was hard to see at times. But so there's there's, there's talk about bringing um, a tiger exhibit to the
1: fair. I think it is coming to
0: the fair, the Central Wisconsin State Fair.
1: Yeah, last I heard, it's still coming. Yeah.
0: And... Um, uh, you know, just as, like, um, an entertainment uh, aspect of it. And I'm I'm really against um, animals as entertainment.
1: Yeah, circuses. Circuses, kind of I'm thing.
0: really against. And circuses, like, they're, I mean, circuses are slowly dying because people are coming, you know, getting onto it. How yeah. so just unethical it is. The other thing is SeaWorld. um Ugh, You yeah. know, any kind of thing where um, animals are just, like, used at our expense for entertainment, uh, really bothers me. Um, so Brian and I signed this petition to, um, for the tigers, you know, not to come. We just don't think they would just be in the small cage and just kind of be there for people to look at.
1: Right. Uh, you know,
0: from what I know. What have you heard?
1: Well, in full disclosure, I, I haven't researched the company that's coming. Yeah. Um I, just from from what I've read, I mean. Anytime that a wild animal is stuck in a cage and traveling around the country for yeah. little kids to squeal at, it just is, it just hurts my stomach, yeah. <laughs> like, just to think about it. So, um, I, and I also, like, you, you hear so many cases where these animals are kept in just really poor conditions. Oh, for sure. And do I, I mean, like I said, I don't know if this particular company is like that, but I, I would... I guess I'm really skeptical anytime yeah. somebody makes their living doing that. Um, and I don't think it's it's necessary. Uh-huh. I mean, I, what is the point of dragging a white tiger across the country so a bunch of kids in central Wisconsin can point at it and yeah. whatever? Like, uh, There's no benefit to it.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. And I, I think, you know, and in some cases, um, you know, I'm not a huge fan of like... I guess I don't mind zoos but I what I like is when zoos get their animals from places where like like in um Like right here. Uh, Yeah, or like um, in Florida, they have panthers there, the Florida panther. And every once in a while, a panther, in fact, quite often panthers will get hit by cars. Uh And every once in a while, they'll take one that's like, you know, rehabbable or whatever, and they'll rehab it back to life or whatever. And then, um, you know, it's it's spent too much time around people that it can't go back to the wild. So they will, you know, hopefully it can go to a zoo. So I like zoos for that reason. I don't like zoos that um, capture perfectly... Um, healthy, functioning animals from the wild and then put them in a cage. I'm also not a big fan of zoos that, like, do a ton of breeding.
1: Oh, you know yeah. What I mean?
0: I understand, like...
1: Um, Unless it's, like, an endangered species yeah, type situation. I, I understand that
0: some of it is for research. They're trying to, like, learn more about these animals and how they're raised. So, I don't, like, I guess I don't mind a little bit of it, but, like, when these zoos have, like, these really extensive breeding programs they, like, rave about, it. I'm just like, why? Like... Yeah. You know what I mean? Because then that's taking the spot of a, you know, a, a hurt animal or whatever that they could get
1: in. Yeah. Know? Well, and I feel like it's it's maybe hard for us, too, because, again, we're from central Wisconsin. Yeah. Hunting is, like... Uh popular sport here mm-hmm. if you can call it a sport yeah uh, I guess so I mean not my kind of sport apparently that's what people call it uh. Uh, so I mean like when you when you start talking about animal rights and welfare people kind of look at you a lot of people I shouldn't say everybody you know like you're kind of like a bleeding heart liberal type Well, yeah. oh, what's wrong with you it's an animal type thing and ugh, it makes me mad because yeah. it's like I mean when we we always say like we're not on this earth. We're only on this earth for a short while. And we're not on this earth to cause harm to anything and that includes animals. Yeah. I don't know. No, I I mean... I'm not being very... See, this is why we need to record in the morning because I have, like, more caffeine. I have more thoughts in the morning. No, I
0: mean, you're... I totally agree with you. I just... I... And we talked about, uh, with the dogs, like, one of the reasons, and I know Karen has mentioned this before, the president of MAPS, she said, she has said before that, like, we, they don't have voices, so, like, we need to be their voices, and that's how I feel about these animals, and especially when I was in Asia, um, you know, tigers, a lot of people, you can pay a certain amount of money to go pet a tiger or to go get your picture taken by a tiger,
1: Oh yeah, and it's,
0: um, they're beautiful, majestic creatures, and I, as much as anyone, think that'd be sweet as shit to, like, go pet a tiger, but... A lot of times those tigers, to make sure that they are um, not dangerous to people, they are drugged and kind of like doped up. So they're almost, oh. a, almost a little sleepy. Yeah. So they're, uh, of course, they're not bothered by people. I'm not saying that's always the case, but, and then they also like usually have a big collar around their neck um, and are chained up to something. So if they did get mad, you know, they can't break away from it. So, um, you know, that's the situation there too. The other thing that's big there is like elephants, riding elephants. Oh. And these elephants are just, like, beaten into submission until oh. they, I know, I'm sorry, and they can be on a really sad.
1: They're so smart, and they're such beautiful creatures. They are, and
0: they're so loyal to each other. But mm-hmm. So elephant riding's big there. Um, so I really encourage you, if you go to that part of the country, or just that part of the world, and just anywhere, like, if there's any kind of animal tourism. Educate yourself. Educate yourself, yeah. Like, look into it. There are sanctuaries in Southeast Asia where you can um, visit elephants, and just, like, touch them and be with them but you don't ride them you don't like yeah. you know you don't do anything that's unnatural same with the tigers like there's a beautiful sanctuary in florida
1: Oh, you sent me a postcard from there. Like that was so cool. It. I still have it.
0: Yeah. And they do amazing work yeah. and they just rehabilitate pets. To be honest with you, this is gonna sound so ridiculous, but a lot of the cats that they get are cats that were like bought by people and then the cat got big and they realized uh, they couldn't take care of it. Because uh, it's like legal. That's the other thing too, you need to talk to your legislatures about is that it's like legal to buy like a exotic tiger. What really? Yeah, it's like oh, legal my gosh. In, like most places, and so these people with a lot of money like buy like a baby tiger or a baby cougar or whatever and a lot of their cats that they they rescue and they rescue you know a large breed from like smaller cats to like tigers and lions they're from these people who like thought it'd be a good idea and then all of a sudden they're like oh shit
1: you know
0: and they take these animals in and they you know they give them as normal of a life as they can they can't
1: be put back
0: in the wild but
1: and this is all happening while there are cats and dogs being put down because they don't have enough homes
0: I know Exactly. But, but you're right. It's just what you said about educating yourself. That's like the, the best thing you can
1: do. Yeah, there's so many resources out there. And yeah. Yeah.
0: And you vote. This cause, like, <laughs> This is so related to like the cruelty free stuff. But like we vote with our dollars. And so, yeah. Cruelty free skincare that you're buying and stuff like that. And, you know, the you know, if you're paying money to go to these roadside like attractions, like you're supporting them with your dollars. Yeah.
1: That's so, a good point. That's a so great point. You can be against it in
0: theory. But if you're giving them money, like. Yeah. I mean. Yeah.
1: I'm making Brianna sad, you guys.
0: <laughs> it is so sad, but it, it like, motivates me to do things about
1: it. It, it does, and that's what I mean, like, with this whole puppy thing, with the, with the tiger thing, like, really, this is, you have to see the silver lining in these situations, yeah. or you just get totally depressed, so yeah. my silver lining is, hey, everybody, go talk to your representative and say, hey, this isn't okay. Yeah.
0: So. The other thing is, too, sometimes this stuff, and I'm sure you probably feel this way, sometimes talking about this stuff is really painful for me because I do have such a love for animals, Um, and it's just, like, animals are, like, one of my greatest passions in life, and so sometimes it's hard for me to talk about stuff like this, but it's, like, I just, like, kind of give myself a pep talk, and I'm, like, it's not enough for me to, like, be hurt by this. Like, I need to speak out about it. Yeah. Because just being hurt by it and offended by it, like, that's not enough. Like, I need to be part of the solution.
1: Right, and... I think what's important for me to remember is I don't have to change everything myself. Yeah. Because like as you as you know I'm I'm a doer and I'm yeah. like okay what can I do to, to change the whole world right now and it's overwhelming. You can't. So you gotta start small. Again having friends like you helps because it's, it's good to talk about it with other people and know you're not crazy and um, well maybe a little bit crazy but that's okay. A little bit. <laughs> but I mean overall like I think more people feel like we do than like we realize but maybe just don't know what to do with that emotion so
0: and I really do think what you said is 100% correct and I do think change is coming it's just taking a little while yeah I, I honestly think that I mean my goal is when I'm in heaven and my grandkids are here and maybe when they are having kids that we that I can look down and think of like just what a barbaric time it was how much we used animals for like amusement yeah you know what I mean like and I think we will I think you know we'll look back at this and be like I can't believe we kept killer whales in like little pools
1: right you know what I mean and look how far we've come already I know exactly I think that's what's important to remember too is even in our generation so much has changed for the better exactly so we just have to be Patient.
0: yeah and I mean just like we look back and think of how barbaric slavery was like I really feel like we will look back and think of like just how brutal it was that we thought that was okay.
1: Yeah. You know, so we. So really many help. things. Well, we used to think smoking was okay. I know. Smoking in planes. Smoking at the doctors. Mm. I mean, like, <laughs> it's just so crazy. Oh my gosh. We have to talk about that on, on one of these episodes. I have so many thoughts.
0: Oh my gosh. Just, <laughs> you're so right though. You used to be able to smoke everywhere. It's just yeah. crazy. Oh gosh. Well that was a long host chat. But let's get to our learning lately segment. And Brianna, this was kind of one that you brought up. So it's about, it says learning to let go and learning uh, stress management and just how stress can really kind of bring you down. So let's hear what you got to say, Bree.
1: Oh gosh, see, I wrote this outline like a week ago. So let me see. Um, okay, well, I'm a big fan of Kesha, as we know, because we've talked yeah. about that before. And she has a song, Learn to Let Go, okay. which is so good. If you haven't heard it, you need to go look it up after this because it's so important. But um, I guess just like... This time of year, I think everyone is going stir crazy. It's cold outside still, but again, that hint of springs in the air. Um, With work and everything, um, it's a busy time of year for us. And I think like getting caught up in my own head has been something that, and I've mentioned this before, but... You know, I go around and around in circles, and I think one thing that I've really learned is, like, the physical manifestation of stress is becoming a real thing, especially as I get older. So, like, for example, um, I, like, get crazy breakouts when I get stressed out. And you and I were talking about this, but, like, my skin got so bad. And I was like, what is happening? And it turns out, like, I think a lot of it is stress because... um, it, i don't know what else it would be yeah. well and i've cut out dairy and that yeah. seems to be helping but we should talk about that on it we should I, we both read the clear skin diet yeah so some interesting feedback too so um but anyway i guess just like one thing that i've been learning lately um is that i just need to not obsess over everything yeah. and drink more wine
0: and drink more wine I also think too um both you and I I think fall victim to this sometimes uh we have a lot of like dreams and plans and things we want to do and I know sometimes we can overfill our plates because we want to be like everything yes. to everyone yeah and we like have all these endeavors we want to do and Brianna especially I know you don't do anything like half-assed like you are like yeah. all in
1: well and if I let someone down too I think that's a big thing lately like I feel like Um, Like, okay, there was a job that I was going to take and then didn't end up taking it and um, stuck with my current job, which I'm really happy about. But I feel like I really let this other – it reminds me of on Parks and Recreation. Have you seen that show? No. Okay, well, Ben Wyatt, for those of you who have seen it, um, accepts a job with this accounting place, and they're, like, so excited to have him, and then he's like, oh, no, I, I can't go work for them, yeah. and this is kind of a running joke on the show, it happens, like, three different times, where he's, like, he's, like, signing the papers, and he's like, oh, I just can't do it, and <laughs> and they're all really nerdy, and it's, it's funny, but I kind of feel like, you know, I let a lot of people down in that process, and so I feel like... And instead of obsessing over that and beating myself up over it, I just need to let it go. Yeah. Move on. It's so true. So that's what I've been learning lately.
0: Yeah. I love it. And I think you're so right. I've definitely been going through some of that right now with the remodel. My parents are doing a remodel, which I have been the head designer. In like
1: I can't a, wait to see oh my the finished kind of product. I'm so
0: excited, but it's definitely been stressful. We had another mishap today where, you know, just in, in a remodel, things pop up and, and i am still, um, I'm not working quite full time with you guys at the station, but I'm still doing work with you guys and I'm still trying to do like the podcast and other things and kind of trying to find not my next job, but just my next direction and things like that. And, um, I definitely was feeling that stress too. And, um, I just, one of my friends recently, her name's Carrie too. One of my friends from Charlotte, who's really great. Another Carrie. I know. She's oh my great. Gosh. Uh, must be the name for sure. <laughs> I was telling her no, how sure. uh, <laughs> hey I was telling her how overwhelmed I was feeling with everything and I was telling her that I love everything that I'm doing, but I'm just doing like all of it at once. Yeah. And I told her that I felt really overwhelmed and 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 she kind of just told me uh, she's a really like forward thinker and free thinker, and she's like, Well, overwhelm is is a choice. Like you choose to be overwhelmed, and she was really right, and I kind of just like reframed it that way, and I've just like made Made the choice not to be overwhelmed and I do really feel grateful for everything I'm doing I've been wanting to have the opportunity to design something for so long so the fact that I'm getting a chance to do it yeah I just remind myself of that when we had problems with the subfloor today I remind myself of that when we have you know all these other things and you know when I'm on air with you guys I remind myself a how much I love being on air and b how much I love working with people yeah who I love and respect and, you know and, and and things like that and it, it really has helped me um to lessen that stress, I just, I, and whenever I feel myself getting to that point, I just think like, I take a deep breath and I'm just sit, literally say to myself, like, I'm not choosing overwhelm. Like I'm choosing gratefulness. Like I'm choosing yeah. to be grateful and I make like a conscious thought of it. And to
1: be present. To, exactly. And yeah. to just like
0: not freak out. A lot of the things I freak out about are like, it's like shit I make up in my head. Like yeah. dumb timelines, dumb things where I'm trying to do too much. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if I just like get rid of those dumb timelines and get rid of all this extra stuff, like I think I have to do, yeah. like I won't feel so overwhelmed. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, there's a quote and I know I'm always, I love quotes, you as love you quotes. know, but I think it's Mark Twain that was like, basically life is full of a lot of worries or something and then but basically the point oh, okay I'm just gonna look it up because yeah. I, I'm gonna botch it but basically the point of it is most of the stuff we worry about never actually happens yeah so. no it's
0: true but there's also a story too I went to a women's study in Arizona they have a wives like a wives luncheon um, every spring training and one of them you know we talked about the story of Martha and Mary and um, in the bible and so Martha and Mary were two sisters and Martha um, you know one of them was very type A and the other one was kind of like la-di-da-di-da and so Jesus, Jesus Christ, was coming to visit them. So the one of them was like, "Oh, like I have to make the food. I have to do all this stuff." Blah blah blah. And she was so worried about everything. And the other one was just sitting there, like staring at Jesus in awe, like just like. And Jesus was speaking and spreading his word. And the one was like worried about the food and all the other one. And the yeah. other one was like, "Oh my gosh!" He, she was just soak, soaking in Jesus being there. Yeah. And so the one got mad and was like, "Tell her to help me." And Jesus was like, "You're worried about the wrong stuff he flat out like told her like Martha <laughs> is here at my feet like just listening to me, or I forgot if it was Martha or Mary. It's Martha and Mary, but I forgot which one does which, whatever. But he's like, you, he went to the one that was really type A, and Jesus was literally just like, you are worried about the wrong shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's sitting here listening to my word, like, that's what matters. Like, yeah. dinner is gonna be there, like, it's fine. Like
1: I'm laughing, because every time this story comes up at church, my mom's always like, well, Jesus is a man, I, so obviously.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if that's last that's blasphemy or not? That's kind of funny, but it's <laughs> so true. But I do think of that story, and I, I reframe that whenever I'm worried about you know dumb shit. That's
1: a great, like, that's a great story. Isn't about. it? Yeah, I, I hadn't even thought of that. but yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. He just
0: basically flat out was like, you're worried about dumb shit. Like, yeah. stop it.
1: Do you ever? Okay, this is kind of a sidetrack, but right now we're talking. One day, like. Do you think if the Bible they came out with a Bible version that had like swear words and it was like (laughs) very just like blunt? I should I should trade verbal trademark this, but like if Jesus were just swearing and like it was a lot more blunt, do you think it would appeal to more of a mass audience these days? I think it
0: probably could. I think it could. I mean, a lot of that stuff um and. that's such a good idea.
1: But, um. <laughs> well, maybe it's not. Like, maybe it's like. I don't
0: know. No, I mean, I think you can get the point across without being, like, too vulgar.
1: Yeah. But, like,
0: it, you know, what I just said there, like, I'm not dropping a bunch of F bombs and stuff like that. I'm just saying, like, Jesus basically said, like, you're worried about the wrong shit. Like, yeah. you know, that's, like, basically what he did say. And.
1: And see, I think, okay, like, maybe it's just me, but I think language like that is more relatable than maybe some like, of the. things
0: not in the right state.
1: Or of even mind the, like. Yeah. yeah, like, the new international version, even. Like, I don't know. Either I, there's just a thought that we have. No, like I, I don't. I'm so curious do. what your thought was.
0: Sometimes I'll read things in, um, we should do a podcast just about faith. We should. So I would love that. I know. But sometimes I'll read um, passages from the Bible and, you know, they're kind of in, I read um, the New Living Testament, which is pretty modern, but still i'll read stuff and then i'll read it like how i think jesus would like yeah. talk in my language well that's
1: what i love about the bible too yeah. the living word you can interpret it i mean yeah. not interpret it but like, it it always is applicable yeah no matter what you're doing i don't know yeah let's wait that's a whole other side tangent i won't No, go but to.
0: that's so true and sometimes i'll just think about it like basically jesus is telling moses to like chill the f <laughs> Moses just come over here and listen to me all right I got oh my 10 God. things I need you to do yeah
1: <laughs> commandment number one. Oh my gosh that's hilarious I love it okay we need to write this it's this funny I know. I always think like he's probably like super annoyed with Peter all the time because he was always like the doubter and it's like guys oh, probably like get your shit together yeah
0: come on Peter figure yeah. it out come on come on bro oh I know what's your quote did you find it
1: Oh yeah, I did. Um, I've had a lot of worries in my life, most of which never happened. Yes. Mark Twain. I, I was it. pretty close. I love it. That's why I like. Brett always. Okay, it must be a guy thing because guys can like quote movies. Like yeah, but they exactly. quote dumb stuff. Well, yes, but even like like quotes from. Oh yeah, you're right. It's mostly dumb stuff. It's dumb stuff, but like. Right, like, can just remember that. Can't remember to but, but <laughs> I, I can't remember. Change the dish. but but I can't. I can't remember a quote that I've read a thousand times. It drives me crazy. But yeah. Anyway.
0: No, I do think that's. Really I love helpful. you, Brett. They have um, selective memory.
1: Yeah. We but know. every like, he can quote like every episode of The Office, but. I doubt he could quote Mark Twain. So, but I want to quote Mark Twain, and I can't. So, come that's, on, that's, Brett. That's the point I'm trying to make. Come honest. on, Brett. He's still not here. Yeah, he's still here. a late meeting. Uh, all
0: right. So our last segment, the Ask Carrie segment. Um, we didn't um actually get this question, but we think it's a good one. Um, and I sent you the question,
1: so you can say. Brianna you got sent it. me
0: this question. She thought it was a good idea. So we mentioned earlier my new kitty at the farm. Um, his name's Cedric. So I'll tell you some backstory about him. So my contractor, who's doing the re- model at my house uh, we were just chatting one day and they have two uh, spade kitties at their house and he said that there's this male black and white kitty Cat, that keeps coming around his house and um they have like a kitty door into their garage and it's coming into their garage and like marking all over basically. So oh, peeing and, yeah. and he, he said it was just like annoying his female cats because his female cats are spayed so they, they have no interest in him. <laughs> he's just like, hey, be my friend. Um, <laughs> so he's like, and I'm like, oh, And he's like, and then it was kind of like a pause and he's like, you wouldn't by chance want him and I was like okay like (laughs) (laughs) you're like oh maybe yeah Uh, yes I know so yeah so he set a live trap and a couple days later he texted me and he said I have a beautiful black and white kitty here that would love to make his home in your barn and I said (laughs) okay so I got all my my kitty stuff out and I named him Cedric
1: I love that name he is
0: the best. Um I can't have indoor kitties because I'm, I'm pretty allergic and my husband is really allergic and my dad's really allergic. So mm, yeah. I do all right when I'm here at, at Brianna's house and when we they come in the pet shelter comes into the studio. I will hold the kitty and stuff like that but I have to wash my hands right away. Yeah. And I have to take my clothes off like right when I get home.
1: Oh <laughs> gosh. This um, probably we have six air purifiers in this house. Do you too. yeah oh my gosh, <laughs> that probably helps a little bit. That probably helps
0: but so Cedric just lives in my in my barn, my parents' cabin, they have a farm there. And it is a like a kitty's heaven. He Aww. like he loves it in there. But I've really gotten to know him in the last like two weeks, and he is so friendly and playful. And I was supposed to come over to Bree's house earlier today, but I texted her and I was like, Oh my god, I went out to feed Cedric, and it was like 30 minutes before I looked at my phone, and I had been out there playing. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I wasn't even mad. I'm not even mad. No, she texted me and she was like, That's totally okay. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't blame you. I but. get it. So, my next um, goal with Cedric um, is that I would like to get him fixed now because he's not fixed and I don't believe in random animal breeding. In no. fact, I'm like vehemently opposed to it. So, um, I'm going to be getting him fixed. There's a low cost um, fix operation, there's plenty of them around here. So, I'm going to do one on the 28th. That's the soonest I can get in. And I think it's like 40 bucks. Yeah, it's Maybe, cheap. I think it might even be cheaper for males, I think females are, are more expensive. Um, but I'm taking him to get fixed and well, I'm just gonna put him back in the barn and he can live all his days there. And so the question um, is you know, people in my position. And, you know, there's especially in rural areas like this, there's a lot of farm kitties around. And farms can be breeding grounds for uh, these feral kitties. And there's a lot of, like, inbreeding. Uh, you know, cats don't care. They don't know their brother from their dad, from their sister, mm-hmm. from their mother. So, um, which leads to, like, a lot of weird genetic things. So, like, I've seen kitties with six toes. Yeah. I've seen kitties with, like, outtails.
1: Yeah. I've seen
0: kitties with, like, just weird stuff.
1: Yeah, disease, too. Yeah. One's rampant. Yeah, yeah,
0: so the only way to really, like... Like remedy that stuff is to spay and neuter. And Brie and I are big. <sighs> huge proponents do it now yeah do it now because there's so many animals out there that need homes and we just don't need any more random animals but anyway so our question is pretty much like uh if you want to help farm kitties or if you find a feral kitty or or anything like that what can you do to help so the biggest thing i would say is if you can approach it like make friends with it um the kitty that my brother has now was a feral kitty at our farm and it took me i had to court her i say court her for like months before she would i was feeding her i was trying to talk to her and brianna you guys found a stray kitty harriet what?
1: yeah we had one we had she was hanging out she would come every night at the same time and, and hang out in her driveway her? yeah but it, it took a long time like yeah. you said like we had to court her too because she would not come near us for about a month
0: yeah and when you ended up catching her you took her to the pet shelter mm-hmm. and um some of these kitties uh, and she adjusted really great and she's a great
1: Yeah, kitty, though, she's she? so quirky and shy but now she she actually just got adopted uh, last weekend so I'm so excited for her I'm sad because I won't get to see her but um really excited for her and her yeah. new family but um, I think there's this perception that oh it's just a cat it's just walking around in the neighborhood it's fine it's probably feral whatever but this is I mean there's something instances. look at your kitties where I mean all it takes is a couple weeks inside get them fixed and they calm right down. Yeah so.
0: no it's so true the kitty that my brother has now she was so afraid of me and now she's like the most she's an indoor kitty now. Um, oh,
1: she's and so spoiled now.
0: She's so spoiled and it. she's so fat and she just like lives the life um, <laughs> so some kitties uh, can adjust really well Cedric could probably be an indoor kitty and part of me feels guilty because he's so friendly so I think he could be but he's also really happy outside as well Um, and other kitties um, not so much so I recently adopted two other, uh, they're called working kitties from the pet shelter yeah. and their names are Gary and Larry. So
1: Gary, Larry <laughs> oh, I was going to ask you what names
0: you chose. Yeah, Gary, Larry, <laughs> and Cedric. And they're just the boys. So they all hang out in the, in the shed and they, um, so these working cats, they were caught via, a uh, you know, like a live trap and then they were fixed, but they're still like really, really afraid of humans.
1: Yeah. Some cats just aren't adapted. Adaptable to indoor life. Yeah. They just aren't.
0: And so the pet shelter tries for, uh, you know, a week or so, two weeks, and these kitties are still just, like, deathly afraid of people. Yeah, and
1: you can tell. I mean, they yeah. have training. They know which cats aren't going to adapt. Yeah. So.
0: so they put them into something called the Working Cat Program, and these kitties go to farms like mine, and they're fixed, of course, because, uh, you know, we don't want any colonies or Have
1: anything. all their shots. Yeah, they have
0: all their shots. And so they get to live outside, and they just live on the farm, and I I feed them. You know, I feed Cedric. Every day I give them water And they just have like The run of the mill And they can just be kitties Yeah And that's great I know and so I have I've seen them I Cedric when I come through the door of the hay barn he comes running to me. These kitties are not like that. But I have seen them a couple times and I try and like I'm always talking to Larry and like trying to get him to come to me and he's still you know they're just they're still shy. You can tell. They're just funny Yeah. Kitties. So I mean if you if you want to if that's something you're interested in or you want to help or you see a kitty you know What would you say? Call it, call, who would you say to call? What would you say to do?
1: Well, I think the number one thing to do is, so like every township is required to have some sort of plan for their animals so figure out what that plan is if it's not a plan that you think is good enough then be the change you want to see in the world um my town Marshfield, didn't have a pet shelter when when um karen found that out she decided to do something about it and now you know it's eight years later and we have a fully functioning shelter and that wouldn't have happened without a lot of passionate individuals so if it's something that you're passionate about go out and, and again be the change. Yeah. Um, I think education is huge so like if if you don't have a cat right now that you need to help but you want to help cats that are out there I think educating on spay neuter is like yeah. number one thing you can do and donate to yeah. the shelters that are there so
0: i also think too if you um if you are on a farm in a rural area or, or anything like that there are so many great low cost um yes fixed programs and i was doing research because i was looking for a place to take centric yeah so i was doing research and there's there's a bunch in the area that will do it for a great price and um But the one uh the fixes in they will come if you have a surplus of like 20 to 25 cats they will come to you so they like have a mobile thing and all you have to do is catch the cats and um you pay like what you can basically and then they have, like, a fund where people donate to this, to, But they will come and fix, like... It's amazing. They have no maximum. They said on the website, they said they need at least 25 cats to make it, like, worth their while. But they have no maximum. They said on the thing, they're like, go get your neighbor's cats. Like, do whatever you have to do. But, like... Yeah. They will fix, like, hundreds of cats for you. So if you live on a farm and this is an issue for you, if you have a breeding ground where you just have a little kitty colony and it just keeps going and you know that there's inbreeding and you know that these are not healthy cats and
1: yeah. they're not
0: living a you know a great life like find a place like the fixes in and there are places that will help you just need to do a little research
1: yeah and it's not that hard just it's do not. It. It'll, it'll help so much more. The The benefit is going to far away the cost yeah. in every situation. So yeah, just do it. It's so true. It's not just a farm cat. No. just
0: No, Cedric is not just a farm cat.
1: <laughs> I hate that expression. It's like, ugh, no. Yeah. But... That goes back to our previous conversation where every life matters. It does.
0: It really does. So, yeah, if you're interested in, in helping kitties or helping animals or anything like that, if you have farm cats, whatever it is, like, be kind to them. Like, they're just trying to survive. And, um, you know, if you, you're interested in, in being friends with them, like, leave them food, court them a little bit, and, and just be friendly with them.
1: And you Don't mind. throw them in a dumpster.
0: Don't throw them in a dumpster. It all comes back to the beginning. Bree is all about tying it back to the
1: beginning. <laughs> there you go.
0: Yeah, maybe I'll give you guys updates on Cedric. I'm yes. trying to, so far I'm getting him fixed on the 28th okay. with maps. Aw, so.
1: oh, that's I know I awesome.
0: Just, I so really, that you're doing that. I know, I just really want him to, like, not go out and try and find impregnate
1: people. the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah,
0: trying to really avoid that. So we <laughs> we will see, but so far the guys, Cedric, Larry, and Gary. There we go.
1: Larry and Carrie I love it I know you guys <laughs> we
0: will see oh gosh Brie thanks so much for joining
1: me yeah thanks for coming over sorry I'm tired that's okay we
0: talked a lot about animals this time
1: yeah I it's like it. our favorite subject though so know, that's really okay is. but we've got four of them watching us I right know. now and Bree didn't went the whole episode without mentioning Taylor
0: Swift woohoo we're gonna go oh, so that she can't do it Bye. I almost did see you Bye. guys next time